Hey, hello, and welcome everybody to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. Joining me is Tyler on this episode, which I imagine is going to be pretty short, Tyler. It's, it hasn't been that long since we recorded last. Not much has happened, even though Tokyo Game Show is apparently happening. There isn't that much news coming out of it. So, yeah, I, I don't know what, what what to expect out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's all good. I'm, I'm leaking just like Microsoft, you mm. know. Wait, you're leaking? What are you <laughs> no. leaking? I'm being, I'm being gross. No, I, I just, I have a runny nose today. Do you have a poopy butthole? No, is, is... no, I don't, I don't, oh, no. I don't have poopy butthole. Just, just, <laughs> just runny nose. So, okay. you know, leaking. Seeping ass. <laughs> uh, no, no. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we've we've got some stuff from the Microsoft leak. Uh, got some other stuff, but it's really a light news week. Um, I have played some games, Tyler. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to play much since uh, we last recorded, but what have you got? Uh, literally all I got to play was just a little bit of Baldur's Gate 4. Baldur- <laughs> Baldur's Gate 4. Wow. Diablo 4. Um, Diablo 4. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, uh, I am... I can tell I'm getting close to the end of Act Five, but that's that's all I got a chance to play. So hoping to finish it this weekend, as well as Pokemon Scarlet. Um, so yeah, that's that's all I got. I, honestly, I don't I don't have too much else to add. It's you know it's Diablo. I've been talking about it for for a while now. So yeah, we've also been talking a lot about Baldur's Gate Three and Tyler. Um, in my solo catch up slash cover some ground that we might have missed. I've I've just I've discovered some things in Baldur's Gate three that we should go back and do and see if we can do because I'm not sure how the mechanics work with long rests and taking camp and whatever and all that. That I think there are some things that advance time with that. Uh, so I'm curious to see if some of the things I've seen are still available to us. But okay, I found that I've also found the uh, waypoint into the goblin camp that we just missed. So. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So I, I, I've done some searching around. I haven't gone any further than we we're at. Um, I made some different choices, but, you know, just to see some different stuff. Um, but, yeah, I, I've been dicking around a little bit there. Uh, so uh, just, just poking in different directions that we didn't go in yet. Nice. What, uh, what character did you make? What class and stuff? Oh, I'm going with the Warlock. I, nice. I gotta go with the Warlock. That's me. Uh, just slinging that Eldritch Blast yeah. over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm. Yeah. You rolling with yeah. uh, different companions this time around, too? Um, I'm kind of mixing it up a little bit. Uh, I've definitely done some things leveling the characters that I wish I did in our playthrough. Just different, like you know, specializations and different ways to uh, spec them out. I I kind of regret some of the decisions I made in our playthrough. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> but I'll work with it. I'll figure it out. Um, but yeah. Uh, the other thing I've played a, a just a, a metric ass ton of is uh, Starfield. Tyler, I'd like to formally apologize, but then rescind that apology. I was oh. not running into a bug. The quest they sent me on was just shittily designed. Oh, okay. All right. 
So, the quest. Uh, I believe it's called Into the Unknown. It's one of the first couple of a uh, first couple of main quests you get um, once you reach the Constellation Lodge. Um, it asks you to drop down on a planet and use your scanner to find an anomaly. And it says to search for the distortions. Tyler, they drop you down onto a snow planet with very little visibility. And the distortions they're asking you to look for, it's a brand new mechanic, and it's as subtle as fuck. I did not know what I was looking for until I watched a YouTube video walkthrough of this quest. That's how I knew what to look for on the scanner to find the distortion. It is subtle, and it is, uh, yeah, it's, it's just not a great way to introduce that mechanic, um, because I believe the thing that you're looking for, because you eventually start looking for a lot of these things with the distortion. But it seems like the objective is farthest away on this first one. Um, so if you, yeah, it's just, uh, a very badly designed first quest, uh, with that mechanic. Um, but I did do that, and guess what, Tyler? What? I beat Starfield. You finished Starfield? I finished Starfield. Wow. And when I went into New Game Plus, I was disappointed that I could not change my traits. Because I... When I created my first character that I played through Starfield with, I thought the traits that I picked would be fun and cool, and, you know, might have some things to do some things that would implicate uh, what my character is in the world and that just didn't come up and so I was hoping when I came into New Game Plus it would let me change those traits or literally anything about my character but no no so I have since created a new character a brand new fresh playthrough of Starfield <laughs> um and just the nature of that story means I'm just going to rush through that first playthrough of the game and get into New Game Plus. Uh, because some things happen. And then your New Game Plus thing can change events. And It's hard not to spoil yeah, right. what's happening there. Right. Um, but there is definitely a reason to go into New Game Plus. There, the, yes, for sure. And to maybe even do it multiple times if you feel like which is crazy in a game this big that that's something you want to do, but it it sounds very very cool. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I I've got to say though I am a little disappointed in the main story of Starfield. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just My the way the way where it ends up and like, I mean, there's only. You could probably imagine, you could probably guess right now how a new game plus is possible in this game. You could you could guess, and you'd probably get it right. Mm. Because it's so fucking obvious. Um, and, yeah, it's, I don't know, it, it just doesn't seem very interesting to me. Uh, I do like exploring that world. I do like... Um, I do like all the other things, other than the main story. I think there is a lot going for Starfield and the world this is in. I'm curious to see what they do with DLC in this game. I imagine it's actually pretty easy based on the structure of the game. But, um, yeah, I just... It's it's, al it's almost a bummer. Like, it's almost a, a bit of a bummer. Um, 
I don't think this is a game of the year contender for me. It's like it might crack the top five for me, but it might that it also might not. I I'm not sure quite yet. Uh, but interesting. Yeah. So you don't. Um, it's not up there in terms of. Uh, I guess where would you put it in your Bethesda ranking right now? Um, if you had to just loosey goosey throw them out there, you know, I know it might be pretty difficult. But. Uh, in my in my Bethesda game ranking, okay. Uh, so at the top, I all right. Number one is Oblivion. Okay. Number two is New Vegas. Number three is Morrowind. Number four is Fallout Three. Number five is Skyrim. Wow. Okay. And then I and then I'd probably put Starfield, then Fallout Four. Gotcha. Interesting. I would have thought you would have had Skyrim a little bit higher. I know I know you like Oblivion more, but mm. just would have thought Skyrim would have been up there a little bit, but speaks highly of those other games. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go all the way back to like Fallout One and Two and Fallout Tactics and yeah, all that, all, all, right. all that other stuff. And I'm not even going to. I'm not going to talk about Fallout Seventy Six. <laughs> right, because that's not even that's not even Bethesda Game Studios. That's like Zenimax and like with support from Bethesda Game Studios. Same with uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I. As far as this year goes, like I, I can think of a handful of games that I liked more. So uh, yeah, it's not gonna, be, not gonna be the goaty for me. Um, yeah, I mean, but it's, I, I it's did enjoy years, it. Man. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know how much I'm gonna, how much more I'm gonna play. I might, I might have just burned myself out on Starfield. I might need to play something else for a little bit. Yeah, I, I like, can, I can understand that. Like right now, I'm I'm eyeing up uh, Yakuza Six, uh, you know, because we, we've got a we've got another Yakuza game on the horizon here. <laughs> yeah, it seems like perfect time to play it. Yeah. Uh, but that does it for the games I've been playing that I want to talk about here. I'm I'm almost finished with the second Zero Escape game. I'm so close. That'll happen next time. I'll talk about that next time. All right. But uh, I'm just like too deep in it right now to talk about it so uh yeah i'll get to that some other time um but yeah let's get into the news and we mentioned it early on at the top of the show we've got a leaky ship over there at microsoft uh we learned a lot of things a lot of uh interesting things a lot of things that i could be excited about um (laughs) We learned a lot of stuff that we shouldn't know about. <laughs> yeah, some whole lot of emails stuff. that uh, I guess Phil Spencer has tried to play down since, but yeah, right. Um, yeah. So let's see. I'm just going to go down the bullet point list here. Um, they're planning to release another console. Uh, of let's see. A successor to this Series X and S in 2028, um, which I guess, man, that's five years away. Shit. Okay. I know. 2028 feels right. so futuristic, but yeah, it's only, only five years away. And yeah, it seems like this console 
they're trying to merge like hardware and cloud a lot more. Yeah. With this and probably using AI in some sort of way as well. Um to yeah, just I guess get more computing power out of video games and I don't know, could be neat. We'll see, but it feels very futuristic. I'm curious if in 5 years what what cloud streaming for video games looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, their other console plans include uh, a, a mid-generation upgrade, uh, a Series X upgrade with no disk drive, 2 terabytes of storage. October 2024 is what they have here. A Series S refresh. Um Planned August 2024. Uh, it's, yeah. Just this mid, mid-generation mid stuff, man. I mean, I don't like it. I don't like what it means for, like, games running on the launch hardware. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, it, it is worth... I agree with you. I think it is worth noting, though, that this refresh especially especially the series x refresh is not a more powerful box it's just it's literally a refresh it, like it instead of a giant tower it's going to be a cylinder <laughs> which made me laugh no 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 it can't <laughs> you don't think so they can't do that i mean that's Why what the make... that's what the picture shows the the leaked image so 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 that thing's going to have to sit on one of its ends. So, like, you're not going to be able to lay that down. Correct. Probably. Um, but, yeah, it, it's just going to have, I guess, some updated things inside of it. Like, I guess it will be technically a better console, but it's not like it's going to be way more powerful. Like, the Wi-Fi is going to be better and latency and um, that, that six nanometer die shrink. You know, whatever the fuck that does. Um, power uh, output is going to be uh, reduced. Stuff like that. Um, so it's... And then, yeah, more storage, though. Two terabytes. I, I feel like that's should be standard for all these consoles to launch at. But, yeah, okay. still 500 bucks. I think it's still a good deal. Um, I'm trying to see... I don't think it's here in this bullet point uh list that we're looking at here but one other thing is that it apparently in this leak 74 percent of series console owners are xbox series s 74 percent oh i didn't realize yes that huh that's interesting yeah which you know we hear things considering like what I've heard about games running there. Yeah. Like Baldur's Gate, um, obviously, is going to lose a little bit of functionality when it comes there. I mean, I had an S before I got an X, and I loved it. I thought it was a cool cool little machine. Um, it ran totally fine. Um, however, I obviously didn't play some of the bigger hitters on it that came out recently, like Star Wars um, Jedi or Starfield, um, things like that, but... Yeah, I just thought that was a mind-blowing statistic, honestly. Um, 74%. Yeah. 
But Tyler, the bullet point that I want to focus on, the one that I want to, you know, just do a little prayer, just, you know, do a little, uh, do a little ritual, make sure it comes true. Uh, we're getting some remasters. Yeah. Well, all right, we got a, a lineup of Bethesda Studios games, and some of this, uh... Oh, has some of this already happened? No, maybe not. I mean... Hold on. Let me click the link here. I'm going to click the link and see if there's more details. No, there isn't. Um, yeah, we're getting Dishonored 3. Uh, I don't think they're making a Dishonored 3. I'm just going to say... Correct. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> yes. Um, but an Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion remaster, a Fallout 3 remaster, just, just put it... Just inject it directly in my veins. I want it. I want it bad. Um, how do you feel about a Ghostwire Tokyo sequel? I, I'm down for that. I feel like I feel like they should at least make one more of those. It's a lot of potential. I liked that first game. Just got a little repetitive. Um, but it was, it was good. I liked it a lot. Um, and I think it's... It, dude, it is fucking time to do remasters of Oblivion and Fallout 3. I can't believe they haven't done it yet. And uh, that that would just as many be times awesome. as they release Skyrim. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Um, uh. But yeah, uh, I'm I'm totally down for that. Dishonored three, I would love. I just I don't see it happening anytime soon. Now I think this list was from July of 2020, so some things obviously could have totally changed. Um, but yeah. It's exciting. I think also in these leaked documents, it was confirmed that Elder Scrolls Six will not be on PlayStation. I don't know if that should be a surprise or not, but um, they had it listed as just Xbox and PC. Um, and coming no sooner than 2026, which I think even then that is a... I mean, that was a couple of years ago that that document was put together, so... You know, I think 2026 is optimistic for Elder Scrolls Six. Um, so there's there's that. And then there was also a lot of, like, breakdown in terms of how much revenue they're hoping to make from these games. And it was, like, revenue by year. And it was actually pretty interesting to see um, just, like, the fall off of certain titles. You know, like, Starfield, they had list. I forget the exact numbers. But, you know, they're going to make... 600 million dollars in revenue the first year then the next year maybe 100 million then 50 or whatever and it was kind of interesting just to see how these massive corporations project that stuff for video game releases just because you know we don't see a lot of that stuff at all um whereas say hollywood is incredibly transparent with how much movies make um we just don't see that with video games and I think Elder Scrolls Six. They were projecting to make a billion dollars in its first year, which is not surprising at all. Um, I think that's totally obtainable or achievable. So, yeah, a lot of really interesting numbers also included with this uh, leak here of maybe some titles that'll happen from Bethesda. Yeah, yeah, and there was other stuff in here about acquisitions and stuff. I mean. Microsoft isn't buying Nintendo. Phil Spencer just had to entertain the idea because someone mentioned it. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> I, that would be absolutely 
fucking bonkers. Um, but Phil said that it would take a long time for Nintendo to see that their future exists off their own hardware. I think I agree with him on that, but when Nintendo is out here making the Switch, I don't know if that matters. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just making money hand over fist on that machine. So, during the Wii U era, oh, absolutely. I think there was a lot of clamoring and thinking that Nintendo would not make their own hardware, but I just, I don't see that happening, ever. Um, so, he called it a career move if they were to buy Nintendo, which is also just an incredibly Microsoft employee thing to say. Yeah. I'm going to use my massive resources to buy another massive company, and it's a career move for me. <laughs> yeah. I don't, at a certain point, you just, like, when they, when they start saying stuff like that, you got to realize that, oh, wait, they, they live in a completely different world than all of us. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of interesting stuff there. I'm, I hope, if I get that Oblivion remaster, oh boy, oh man, I don't know what else I'll be playing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. All right, Tyler. You could be one of the 37 million people eligible for compensation <laughs> after this Epic versus. Uh, the FTC settlement, um, Epic has been fined $520 million uh, in December 2022, um, and, yeah, violating the COPPA, the Children's Online Privacy Act. Um, basically, a bunch of unintentional purchases got made because of the way that Epic models their store and, you know, gets kids in there and buying shit. Huge settlement. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know if. I mean, I don't have kids. I can't sign up for this. I could not. <laughs> but, yeah. Epic finally, you know, being forced to pay out some people. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I, I, I'm curious if if this will change anything. Only, you know, there is Fortnite. Is you know, I guess it's bad with this stuff of. You know, unintentionally buying stuff, but I feel like there's a lot of worse, a lot more worse games out there, um, especially in the mobile space. But it's it's something overall that, like, of course, these companies want to make it as easy as possible. But you know, from a um, legal standpoint and moral standpoint, <laughs> um, you know, it's not not ideal. So. Yeah, I'm just curious if this will change anything, if Fortnite will change anything, or if it just sends any other ripples throughout the industry on this stuff. Yeah, I wonder, like, um, like, can they just afford to take this hit and just keep operating as they usually do? Like, I, I wonder oh, if probably. This, this even means anything to Epic. I mean, they probably made $520 million today. Yeah. On Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I, I wonder, like, th there's got to be some sort of, like, there's got to be some sort of change, like, in in the law, like, to, you know, actually keep companies from, you know, exploiting children this way. It's just, 
I don't know. I, I feel like this fine is not a big enough punishment, or there's there's got to be some other way to uh, punish these companies other than hey, pay this money that you probably can make back anyway. Right. Agreed. All righty. Uh, Tokyo Game Show is happening. Happened. Happening. Still happening. I forget how many days this is. Yeah, I think it's still going uh, on. Uh, but we got some announcements uh, from Capcom. They showed a little bit more Dragon's Dogma 2. Still no release date. Um, but by God, this game looks great. It really it does. pretty fucking fantastic. And that's wild considering, like... I mean, I'm not sure... You've, you've seen footage of the original Dragon's Dogma, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, to imagine that has come, come this far, like, that game... I don't think it had the biggest audience, but, like, it has a passionate audience. And, uh... Yeah, I... I man, this is so interesting. This, what, what are they going to do with Dragon's Dogma? What, are, what lessons from other games are they going to put into this? Because... It very much fucking looks like Dragon's Dogma, but <laughs> just modernized. <laughs> right. Yeah, it it, uh, it it looks very cool. Um, I think the combat just... And it looked good in the first one, too, but combat in this game looks very fun. And, yeah, just a lot of the different dynamics of dra- what, dra- what made the first one pretty cool. Seems like they're taking it to the next level here, which is great. It's beautiful looking, and I don't know, kind of giving me um, a little bit of Final Fantasy 16 vibes a little bit, but mm. obviously a little bit more variety in terms of, you know, characters and cla- or character classes that, you know, you can play as and stuff. Yeah, the character classes are really ma- what makes Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alright, next up, we got a release date for... Apollo Justice Ace Attorney Trilogy. Uh, that's coming January 25th. Uh, yeah, three games. Three of those Ace Attorney games. Yes. Uh, we've got an update for Exoprimal. What? What? Title update to what? What the hell? <laughs> How are they naming these things? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know, but yeah. New mission type. Get an update map. for Exo Primal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter Now. Actually, I didn't mention it, but I have been playing a little bit of Monster Hunter Now. Really? The Antic Monster Hunter game. Oh. How is it? Um, it's fine. A lot of tapping to do your attacks, swiping to dodge. Um, it's totally functional. <laughs> what else? <laughs> cool. Uh, showed off AKI, Aki, however you want to say it. I'm not a Street Fighter guy. I don't no, know all the characters. Neither. No. But Street Fighter, she's coming to Street Fighter 6. They had a trailer for her here. Um, I, yeah, she does, she does some moves. I, I'm seeing some moves here that she's doing. Some, uh, hmm, hmm. Interesting stuff. Yeah. I, stylistically, Street Fighter Six looks pretty fucking incredible. And it does. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I Doing agree. Doing a good with you. job of revealing a character here. I'm, yeah. I'm looking at this trailer now, and it's like, yeah, she's 
got some shit going on. <laughs> I think the Ace Attorney games as well are coming to Game Pass. Oh, are they now? I believe. I saw that. Okay. I can confirm that, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, while you do that, I'm going to pull up uh, some Like a Dragon news. Both Like a Dragon Gaiden and Ishin are coming to Game Pass on both console and PC. Um, Gaiden releasing November 9th, obviously. Going to be available on Game Pass at launch. And Ishin is going to hit uh, Game Pass sometime later this year as well. Um, yeah, that's yeah. it's very exciting. Um, did you also see that Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth got a release date? Yes, I believe I put that down here somewhere. No, I didn't. I did uh, not put that down here. Uh, you mind giving us that release date? I believe it's okay. January. Sometime. Correct. Yep, January 26th. Mm. Yeah. So, really excited about that. I was I was worried that it would launch a little deeper into the year on top of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, so I think that's that's perfect timing. And man, I can't, I can't wait. So, yes, yeah, uh, these games are incredible, and everyone should play them. <laughs> agreed. And I, I think it's you know it's it's awesome that I feel like Yakuza's gained a lot of popularity in the West over here in, in the United States in particular. And I feel like a large part of that is because the games came to game pass. Like it's just easy to check these games out. And, and so it's, it's cool that they're, they obviously see a lot of value there and they are continuing to, uh, Microsoft's continuing to grab these titles. So I'm curious what they paid for them. Uh, that was something else that leaked. Um, is how much oh, yeah. Microsoft is ballparking to pay for some of these games. I think it was uh, Baldur's Gate 3 they thought they could pay $5 million for. <laughs> oh. And uh, oh. completely underestimated it. Um, and I think it was Star Wars Jedi Survivor was the highest at $300 million. Yeah. Whew. Crazy. So I'm curious what they paid for these Lego Dragon games. And I'm curious what they paid for Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy. It is coming to Game Pass September 26th. Hearing that number for Baldur's Gate sounds like a fucking insult. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, I'm it not is. Lie. And, and I, I think the uh, one of the developers tweeted out how, they, how literally everyone in the industry underestimated that game, which I think is pretty true. Um, like, while I think people like you and I were excited for it, you know, it, it did really capture the whole industry um yeah in in a way that i didn't think would happen i'm glad it did but yeah they, they were it's just like kind of making fun of the only thing i see on tiktok video games wise is Baldur's gate stuff <laughs> right yep uh, yeah uh all right let's see what else do we have here uh ubisoft announced a game the division three tyler you're getting another division game i know you've loved the first division you like did you play you played division two yes yep are you ready for round three of this <laughs> i think by the time it comes out which is probably a few years away 
still, Massive is making uh, Star Wars Outlaws and Avatar, and both those games are going to launch in, in a couple months of each other, and so they're pretty busy, so I think it's going to be a number of years before this game actually comes out, and I think by then I could be ready for it. I really liked... So the first one was good. It uh, was a little weak with its endgame stuff. The second one was a lot better. It was The second one was very cool once he finished the game. Um, how it changed the map, and there was a whole new enemy faction, and it was it was neat. Um, so the second one was a lot better with that, and uh, overall I felt like the missions were way more fun the second game as well so yeah i'm down i think they're fun games to play um for sure probably one of the better things that ubisoft has going for them i just think this is such a weird way to announce it like they literally just threw this out there on a random thursday in september um like i don't know the division's a pretty popular game i just don't understand the point in just throwing this out there and you know, why not do a little fun teaser at the Game Awards or something like that? Just get a little bit more excitement out of it. But yeah, yeah. Maybe Jeff didn't pay enough for that world premiere. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, Glenn Schofield is leaving uh, striking distance uh, after he made his made Callisto Protocol, you know, having been the one of the original co-creators of Dead Space, he made his Dead Space and left. After, two, the company had to lay off like 30 employees because the game was way over budget and did not make as much money as it needed to. Right. And you know what? <laughs> He's probably just going to walk right into another, uh, another lead job, even though Callisto Protocol totally failed. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shame that it didn't didn't work out, um, for sure. Because I I think Callisto Protocol has a lot of cool ideas to it. Um, it's very clear that they tried to get that game and rush that game out before Dead Space came out, and then just did not work out. And so, yeah, guess we'll see where he lands. But yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think about this, because striking distance isn't shutting down. They probably just can't afford to pay Glenn Schofield money. Yeah, man, that could totally be reasonable. I could, I could see so, that. So, like, on one hand, it's like, well, he's leaving, but like, on the other hand, like. He probably could have stayed if he just took a pay cut. <laughs> that's that's what like especially after this the huge failure that Callisto Protocol ended up being like he could have just taken a pay cut, <laughs> but he's not doing that. He's leaving, um, and probably getting a better deal somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? It, you know, this reporting says he left voluntarily. Who knows? I mean, he's. Companies put out all sorts of statements all the time. What's also interesting about this, too, is that the COO and CFO are also leaving. So, Studio is basically losing all their top leadership. So, really, I don't know. Interested on what? where do they go from here? Yeah. That, that Studio. Not the only layoffs happening, however. Um... 
Embracer continues to shed jobs uh, from all their studios. Crystal Dynamics is the latest Embracer studio to suffer layoffs. Um, I'm not sure if there's any more to be said about this other than I feel worse and worse about Embracer every day. It seems like they've compiled a bunch of uh, studios to grab that IP and aren't actually interested in creating anything of value with it uh, with that IP. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it seems very cynical that they they've literally just bought those studios to get bought Crystal Dynamics to get Tomb Raider, and now they're just going to end up shutting down Crystal Dynamics eventually and then licensing Tomb Raider out. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Uh, honestly, a lot of what Embracer's been doing here, it's all, you know, I think it's it's a combination of some things, but, you know, they had that massive deal that was supposed to happen with um, that Saudi group, and then that fell through, so now they have to lay off a shitload of people across all these studios that just, quite honestly, don't, don't deserve that. I also think that they just literally have too many studios, too many people, too much IP that, and none of them are massive games either. So it's like, how can you possibly afford to pay all this stuff? I just don't, I don't understand their business model. So then when this, when this deal falls through, then it ripples down, volition's closed and all these people are laid off and it's, it's a shame. So here, here's the thing about a holding group like Embracer. They're really just parasites. Like, they just latch on to all these different studios and take that money and don't create anything of value on their own. They're basically relying on these studios to do all the work and then for them to reap the benefits. Right. Yeah, and they'll probably keep all the IP, too. Yeah. You know? It's it sucks. I too like I didn't know that. All um, right, I didn't see it until I heard it on a, a podcast. Is that I guess they're also shopping around Gearbox. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean that that just happened just a couple years ago, uh, where Gearbox became another vertical of the Embracer Group. Um, and that was a massive deal. That was like three billion dollars or something like that, and. Now to shop around Gearbox, I mean, I guess I can understand it because Gearbox, I like Tiny Tina's, but Borderlands clearly is the only thing they have, and that has uh, lost its luster a little bit. Um, so I, I get it, but that's also, or I get it from a business standpoint, but just it, it, it also just doesn't make fucking sense. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I kind of feel bad for anyone owned by Embracer now. We used to joke about companies getting embraced, and now that's that that's not as much of a joke anymore. They're getting, <laughs> they're they're not being embraced. Like their IP is being embraced, and the studios are getting fucking thrown to shit. Yeah, they are. Um, and on that bombshell, <laughs> I think that's the last bit of news we have. <laughs> Yeah. Kind of a bummer. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Things to yeah. look forward to this week? Let's see. What do we got? Um, 
Let me. What video games are coming out this this coming week? I don't know if anything's out this week. I think the following week, Assassin's Creed Mirage is out, so I'm curious about that. We're not far away from Forza Motorsport, from Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Wonder. It's a good time. Yeah, I guess, uh, actually, as of recording now, Payday 3 is out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is out. Forgot about that one. Let's see. Got that Sonic Frontiers, the final horizon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, EA Sports FC is coming out. Uh... Not well, not this week, next week, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a big one. It is. Around the world. I guess uh, two, um, Liza P just came out as well. Oh, yeah. Which yeah, got some yeah. incredible reviews. Yeah. yeah. I nuts. need to, I need to, I need to become a real boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, uh, some of the reviews for... Why is it Peter? Just crazy. A Game Informer gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Whew. Um, also, Mortal Kombat 1 just came out like two days ago. Yeah. Oh, Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty comes out next week. That's that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think the 2.0 patch is out right now. So if you weren't planning on getting the DLC but wanted those updates, they're they're out. Yeah. So Too much games, dude. Too Too much game. Too much game. Are you ready to get into cyberpunk? <laughs> I am, yeah, I am. <laughs> it's just With a all lot. these updates now, it yeah. seems like it's in an okay spot. It's, yeah, perfect time to do it. So, yeah, absolutely. Except that you have another giant RPG to play. Yeah. Called Starfield. Yep. <laughs> uh, Not actually gotta... that big if you just mainline the story. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking you, if you mainline the story, you can beat it in like 15 to 20 hours. Right. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, also, gotta, I got to play a lot more Tears, Tears of the Kingdom, too. Oh, yeah. Ah. So many video games to play, so little time to do it. So we're going to call it here so we can get back to uh, actually playing the video games. Um, we'll be back next week. Until then, do all the good things that we ask you to do. Give us ratings, reviews, share us with your friends. All that good stuff. It, every bit helps. Um, yeah, we'll catch you next time. Be good to each other. Play your video games. And I'm a bee.